Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. Uh, this week I wanted to talk a bit about lending. If you're active in the U.S., you know that the foreign national programs have really dried up a lot uh, over this COVID time. There is some out there, but it's really hard to find. So I thought we should talk a little bit about um, finding lenders and some things to look out for. Um, so here's the thing. I had to, Maybe I'll tell my story first. There was a bunch of lenders. I used to get these ones all the time, and you probably will too if you're very active online. You will get the odd person that will message you and offer you a 4% loan. That sounds really, really enticing. Um, but there's a bunch of questions that you really should be going over with these people before you actually go ahead and and proceed with this loan. First of all, there's a lot of scams out there. There is an abundance of scams in this domain. And the reason really that there is, is people are desperate. A lot of people who are going to these private loans, um, in a lot of cases are, especially if they're using it not for real estate, they're using it as like a private loan uh, to try and help themselves out of a situation they got themselves into, are desperate to take whatever they can get offered. So there's a lot of predatory uh, lenders or fake lenders out there. Um, one thing you should really be know, I guess, is do not give them any money up front. Um, I prefer to even if they're doing an appraisal to pay the appraiser directly. Uh, do not give them any money. Um, if they have a setup fee that you have to send to them and they send money back, I usually give them a sarcastic answer like, are you a uh, Prince of Persia, like I'm how like it's it's the exact same scam only it's related to real estate. Send me a bunch of money and I'll send you more money back. But then you have an interest rate, so it makes it sound more legit, but it really isn't. Um, so don't give them any money upfront. That is the basic, basic, basic thing to do. And a lot of them will be like, well, uh, that's our policy. We have to pay these pay setup fees. There's points or there's a setup fee, which is common for a loan, right? Um, but don't pay it to them. So what you want to do is usually the first thing to ask to draw them out is, oh, so are you open to closing with my attorney or my title company? And some of them will say, no, no, that's against our policy. That's a big red flag that they're phony. And then some of them are like, oh, we only close with our title company. And then I'm like, oh, perfect. I would prefer to use a title company as well. But what is the title company? What's the attorney's name who works at the title company? And a lot of times the conversation will just end right there because they know that <laughs> you're trying, you're, you're going to do some due diligence. You're not some fly by night guy that's just going to give them money. So <laughs> anyway, it's one of those things to definitely ask. Um, there's some other checks I like to do. Um, so they give you, it always has an address, right, and a phone number, like from this person you're talking to, this loan document. And some of them are pretty uh, pathetic looking, the loan documents. They don't look professional, but they are private lenders a lot of times. Sometimes they're private lenders, sometimes they're institutional lenders, um, sometimes they're hard money lenders. You start to see a lot of them that look the same. Well, you want some things you can check out. You're like, okay, well, I have a phone. I don't have a lot of information about this guy, but I have his phone number. So, what can I do with that? Well, you can go to Google and do a reverse lookup. Makes sense, right? Let's do a reverse lookup. Let's see where this phone number is. If he says he's in Florida, is if you reverse lookup the number, is it in Florida? And if it isn't, it can still be in different states. 
but why is it in Florida? And other things I don't like is I don't like VoIP phones because um, they could be calling you from anywhere in the world. I could go sign up for a Google number in anywhere, right? So you want to be careful. You want to make sure that these are real phone numbers. And you're like, hey, call me from a cell phone. Call me from a real phone. Don't call me from some VoIP phone. From be like, well, that's our business line. Well, I'm not doing a line, a business. I'm not doing a transaction with a VoIP phone. So give me a real number because then you have, you can reverse look up the phone number and get some information on the address of that phone number and where it is. Other thing is you have, um, they say, whenever you get loan documents, they always have an address on them. So simple, easiest thing, go to Google and check out the building. Does it have a big sign that says the same name? Okay, well, it does. That's, that's a good sign. But what if this person is pretending to work for that company? And so we know that the company is real now, but is this person actually work for this company? Um, what, what's an easy way to figure that out? Google the company, call them, get the receptionist, get them to redirect you to that same person. You know that lane, that lane should work good. Um, I don't trust websites. Websites aren't a good source of anything. Anyone can build a website for almost nothing now. Um, if they don't have a website, it's almost, it can be a red flag, but if you're doing a private lender, it might not be, they might not have a website. But uh, if they're a hard money lender, they better have a website. Um, because why wouldn't they, right? So I guess it's depending who you're, you're doing. Um, the other thing is to skip trace the website, right? Reverse engineer it the opposite way. Um, it's if you go, you can go on Google, find a skip tracing site. I think whenever I was doing it for checking lenders, I think it was like two fifty. Uh, I paid per transaction, but it red flagged some guys who actually were really, really good scammers. Um, they had been pretending to be someone at that company. They had. Uh, <laughs> literally went and found that uh, someone who was name of someone who worked there uh, or someone who just quit, uh, which was in one of the scenarios. And they just basically pretended to be everything with them. Um, and But they would always call you from their number, even if they're um, letterhead or whatever, uh, or sorry, the bottom of their, their signature line and their email had like the other person's information. Uh, but usually you're just answering the phones. If they are always calling you, they're calling you like, oh, this is my cell phone. This is my cell phone. But they're, you're not actually talking to that person, like the person that you think you're talking to. Uh, so <laughs> be careful. Do your, do your due diligence. Call the company. Redirect to them. Make sure it works. I did that same process, and I found out they're like, oh, that guy just quit. He, 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 didn't, he quit the company like uh, a year ago. Uh, and so it turned out they're like, if he is – this is what the company said. They said if he is – actually um trying to do loans and he's using our address please call us back because that's fraud and we are not working with him anymore and we need this so i addressed that with him and instantly everything like disappeared it just it gone like his email his phone calls they didn't they're just like on disconnected everything just disappeared so there is a lot of scams here uh i went down i thought i had a legit one i went through all the stuff and it passed uh, but there was still something that didn't feel right, to be honest. And so I was like, I live in Cambridge. I was going to see, uh, I was going to see a concert in uh, in London. So I was like, okay, well, I already took the day off work to go to this concert. This is before pro COVID, obviously, because you can't go to concerts anymore. I'm, I'm going to this concert. I'm like, why don't I go to Detroit first? Because this hard money or this private lender is in Detroit, 
and it's in the, the Ford building. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to go right to their building. I went there. I talked to the uh, gate, the doorman, and he just saw me looking at the big sign up on the wall with all the different companies because that's how they'll lose you, right? Because there's like 700 companies in that building because it's so big. And you're, I'm like, okay, I'm looking for this company. And they're like, well, I've never heard of it, but it doesn't mean it's here because there's a lot of numbered companies. So he went and talked to leasing, and we went through, and we can never find this company. It didn't exist. And so then um, I called, and their their number and they're like oh yeah well we're not in the office right now and i'm like okay and they're like well we'll send you i have this on speakerphone and i have a couple of my friends with me we'll send you a car to come pick you up and my friends <laughs> turn to me and they go glenn if you're getting in a car with a bunch of strangers in downtown detroit you're leaving the keys with us and hopefully we see you again <laughs> and obviously i didn't get in the car i told them that was crazy so then they said come to where we are right now and i'm like Okay, where is it? And they gave me this address. I put it, put it in Google Maps, and it's like an hour and a half away in like upstate uh, Michigan. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. I, you just got me to come down to Detroit, and I was going to sign my papers in person, and now you're getting me to go there. I'm like, they're just making it as difficult as possible to try to get you to give them the money. Get them. This, they were asking for the setup fee. That's what what I didn't like. But everything else was legit. But there's always one thing that doesn't quite match up, right? So I was like, okay, and anyway, long story st short, I basically found out they were scammed. They finally just stopped talking to me. Um, they didn't want anything to do with it. But anyway, the reason I tell you this story is that you have to have all of these things work. Uh, sometimes almost all of them work, and it's actually, they're that good. They're that good at the scams, and uh, that's why a lot of times I like to use hard money lenders. I almost, actually almost always use hard money lenders because you can go to their website. You have there's tons of reviews. You can go to Bigger Pockets. They talk about them. That's another thing is Google that company name, uh, and they will pop up stuff too uh, about how you know people's reviews on it because everything's about reviews, right? So there's there's stuff out there for for what people are doing, right? Anyway, I hope that's helpful. If uh, before you go. Uh, if you're at home right now during COVID and you have time and you would uh, like to help me find more lenders, because right now it's very dried up, I will pay a bird dog fee to find good lenders. So I have lists of about 200 lenders in my thing. We can just sit there and email and email. I can show people how to do it, um, but it'd be a way you can make some money if you can find a good lender. Uh, to do some of my loans. <laughs> anyway, thought I would uh, share that with everyone. Hopefully, uh, if you're bored at home, it might be a great fit to uh, to make some money. Anyway, uh, what's my phone? What's my email address? Uh, email me at glenn at glennsutherland.com if you're interested. And uh, let's go find some good lenders. Let's go find some more good lenders. Um, I have talked to my existing lenders who were closed during COVID and they did have opening plans. And sometimes it's not that the, the companies were closed, it's that the company's program for foreign nationals closed. And it's not like they weren't interested in lending to foreign nationals, it, the problem is the back end. The people that, see, they're usually brokers or underwriters and they will underwrite this loan and then they sell it to someone. But they didn't have the other side to buy the loan. So that's the problem right now, is that the, the people are, uh, who are, basically these private lenders or insurance companies, 
they're scared to buy these loans from foreign nationals because in all honesty, we're, we are more risky. Um, these are non-recourse loans. We're in a different country. We've set up corporations and walls so they can't actually come after us. The most they can actually take from us is the property back. Um, so sometimes that's not, an, like at least for them, it's, it's not as much. Um, if they're American, they have more they could go after, right? So that that makes us a little bit more risky. And that's why these programs have shut down uh, temporarily. But like I said, I've talked to uh, my broker in New Jersey, and they are planning to reopen. Uh, I've talked to a lot of them. Ones that are, some of them are still closing. I was talking to one, and they were like, oh, we're just going to close this week. I was like, what? But anyway, they're a little behind the times. But I think what's going to happen is it's all, it's, they're all planning to reopen. They're planning to reopen the foreign national program. Uh, people, the people are going back to work and things are opening a bit more in the states so there's more confidence and people will start buying our notes again um anyway give me a shout uh hope that was helpful stay safe stay away from the scams have a good week thanks bye